0: When I was in first grade, I went to my very first concert and it was a game changer. My mom got me tickets to this concert for my birthday and I knew it was going to be a blast. I knew the words to every single song for this artist. I knew I was going to get one of those incredible concert t-shirts, and I was going to wear it to first grade the next day, and all of my friends were going to be like, no way, I'm so jealous. You got to go see him in concert? The thing was, not one single friend was jealous of my concert t-shirt because none of them had even heard of my favorite artist of all time. In fact, at that concert, I was the only person there under the age of like 40. And that was my mom. Everyone else in the concert was like 60. That's because my very first concert was Barry Manilow. Now, I don't know if you are familiar with the Copa, Copa Cabana, and songs like Mandy. Oh, my goodness. Like Friends. I don't know why I was seven years old and obsessed with Barry Manilow, but music moves us in unexpected ways. And that's what we're diving into in this episode. I sat down with my good friend Casey Morris and we were teachers just talking about music and concerts and our favorite karaoke jams. And I am confident you are going to laugh and love this episode. So let's do this. There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us, who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. All right, friends, we are hanging out with the one and only Casey Morris today, who is an educator. She's enthusiastic. She helps fellow teachers truly rock this teacher life. And we are going in a different direction today, though, because we're not going to talk about um, teacher resources. We're not talking about engagement strategies today, Casey. Today, we're talking about music. And I know this is a big passion of yours.
1: It is. I'm, I told her before we started recording, I'm not really sure. Like, I've never done an interview where I get to just talk about what I love. So I am here for it. Let's get this party started.
0: Isn't that crazy, right? Because like we both have podcasts. We both have done multiple podcast interviews. And it's funny because, I mean, we love living this teacher life. Like we are in it to win it. But at the same time, it's kind of refreshing for both us and hopefully for listeners to be like, Oh my gosh, I like that too and it's just it's just so humanizing which is is awesome. So, I'm actually kind of curious because in your podcast intro, you talk about music and how that was a motivational force to get where you want to be in education. But what was Casey Morris's first CD that you ever
1: owned? Oh, oh, wait, hold on. We're taking it yeah. way
0: back. It's going, it's going back. Okay,
1: I would probably, th- I think it was Tim McGraw. Um, you know, I'm okay. from a small town in South Georgia, which is unique because I'm not like an avid country music listener anymore. But when I was a little girl, that was my dream, was to be a country music star.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, <laughs> that was That was like one of those things where, you know, as kids, we think like, oh, I want to be a hairdresser. I want to be a nurse. I want to be a teacher. You were like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pops mm-hmm.
1: Thank you. And my mom was very, you know, I love that I have supportive parents, but they always just like, keep it real every single day. <laughs> and my mom was like, okay, well, I'll get you a microphone and you can practice, but you know, you need to plan B, C and D because like your voice is just not like, it's not great. It's not bad, but it's not great. So I appreciate like my mom, she, she wanted me to know that it's okay to dream big, but you know, you also have to have talent. So
0: <laughs> can you even imagine if you were like, like, like Taylor Swift, right? She, she kind of exploded around the same time. If you had gone down that path, like, can you even imagine, or is that, that's not really the route. That's kind of like bubblegum pop country. Or did you want to go like full country Casey?
1: I was Reba you know I was more like Reba McIntyre um like even to this day I'm, I'm really kind of embarrassed to admit this but if I go out and have a good time with my friends if karaoke is brought up like I'm the girl that's gonna sing fancy like oh everybody watch out Casey's oh, gonna snap. give Casey the Reba she's gonna sing um And you know, it's just, it is, it's me, it's what I do. And all my friends joke about it, but they know that Casey's gonna sing fancy if if opportunity arises.
0: (laughs) Okay, this is awesome. Cause now like, let's talk karaoke for a second. (laughs) So I have my first, second and third best karaoke song. Like I know if that opportunity arises, Mm. like I've got three in the Rolodex of like, I can crush those three songs. Okay, okay, what are
1: they? I'm excited.
0: Okay, so mine is number one, um I'm embarrassed to admit this this was not this is a little off script this is all unscripted but I can absolutely crush like the thong song by Disco. <laughs> okay like maybe I shouldn't have just admitted that but that was a vulnerable oh, moment
1: okay? I think I could do it with you though It's just like I would come on stage with you because I'm pretty sure I know all the words to that one too
0: yeah that one, you got to kind of look at your crowd to know, like, is this going <laughs> to crush or is this going to not be okay? Right. right? Um, but like in, right. A, in an everyday karaoke bar kind of setting, I've done this in a karaoke bar on a cruise ship before with a bunch of teachers, interestingly, Genie in a Bottle.
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. When we were talking about first CDs, that it was that or Tim McGraw. Like It was either Christina or Tim McGraw. So yes. um, I, I'm here for that one, too.
0: Yeah. And then the other one, like Madonna, uh, like
1: a prayer. Okay. All right. Do you know, I don't I, feel like you were feeling that one. You know, I've just never, I, I know the song, but I don't know all the words. I couldn't like support you in that role.
0: Okay. Okay. I understand. You don't <laughs> want to be the backup, the backup and like the backup friends. Yes. Know? Okay. Yes. If you weren't going to sing karaoke at a karaoke or excuse me, country at a karaoke bar,
1: what would be your go-to song okay so number two i don't know if this would actually classify as not country but hmm, i don't i think it's more southern rock is bobby mcgee do you know that song
0: i don't know if i do oh did you want to
1: sing a little bit for um, us i'm good i'm really good i normally require a few um drinks before i get up there on the stage so um (laughs) Uh, so number one is Fancy, number two is Bobby McGee, and then I probably would sing some Garth. Uh, I, I love Garth Brooks to this day. It's funny, like all the things are country that I would sing, cause that's kind of what I grew up on. But, mm-hmm. um, and Garth was one of my bucket list concerts. So I know we're going to get into like music, but oh, yeah. concerts are my thing and experiences are my thing. So I had to, I just got to see him in concert. Well, before we, you know, shut down the world, but before the COVID. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that was actually my very next question. I understand. Oh, I'm sorry, that Siri didn't happens, understand. That happens all the time, right? And it's like Siri, you wouldn't understand my relationship with Garth, but <laughs> nonetheless, concerts. Because I'm an experienced person too. Like that—that that is my love language: a little bit of quality time, a good time. What's the best concert that you've ever
1: been to? Oh, for sure. My favorite band, um, which is Widespread Panic, which a lot of people haven't ever heard of before, but I've seen them in concert over 75 times. Whoa, what? Oh, yeah. I'm the real deal. 75 (laughs) times? Yes. Yes. Some people, you know, like to go to baseball games and some people like to go to football games. My husband and I, we do concerts. Okay, so I
0: have this is crazy to me that you have literally been to a concert 75 times for a band that I've never even heard of. So help and maybe I don't know listeners might be thinking the same thing. So like, give a song or like something that we would maybe know this
1: band from. Okay, so this is how I would explain it to my students all the time. So widespread panic is is kind of titled like a jam band, but they're in the Southern rock realm, okay? Okay. And so I would say, think about the Almond Brothers. And then people, yeah. my students had no idea who the Almond Brothers yeah. were. But at the time, <laughs> I would say there's a commercial. I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was a guy and he was dressed as money on a motorcycle. And he was driving down the road and the money was flying everywhere and the song that was playing in the background was called midnight rider and all of my kids would like start singing the notes on it because that was really popular that was back when commercials were a real thing you know before yeah and Uh everything um but midnight rider is one of the main songs that the almond brothers sing that a lot of people would know okay do you not know that one no Um, i mean i that i'm i'm more familiar with but
0: um I am. I guess maybe I'm just that ridiculous, like pop person. Because when you said "fancy," when you're like "fancy" is my number one song, I'm like, "Oh my god, she's so fancy!" I Like that's where. Oh yes, Iggy Azalea. I
1: love yes. that one too, though.
0: That's where I went, and I was like, "Girl, yes!" And <laughs> like, like let's get drunk on the minibar. Like that's the fancy that I thought you. But that was not no.
1: Okay, so Grateful Dead, a lot of people are familiar. They were more like popularized. Yeah. So the Grateful Dead, um, Widespread Panic sings some of the songs that the Grateful Dead sings. But you gotta know too, I go to 75 concerts, but none of them have ever been the same. That's what's so special about the jam band scene is mm-hmm. that every time you're chasing other songs. So my husband and I have a few favorites that we've only ever heard in concert two or three times. So imagine going to 75 shows and you have your list of songs that you're wanting to hear and they play your favorite song. Like there's no better moment. Like I'm sprinting up and down the aisles with my husband. Like we're just so excited. And that's what I love about the crowd is that people are genuinely there for music and it's yeah. it's beautiful.
0: That is that's no, that's really cool because, you also have been to those concerts that are like very cookie cutter. Like you could follow them on tour and see almost the exact same show in every city. So that's yes. cool. All right. What about a concert that you're like, I would spend like 500 a thousand dollars on a ticket to that because I was just talking to a teacher actually the other day and she had spent a thousand dollars on a ticket to go see Madonna, and she's like, "It was worth it." And I was like, "A thousand dollars, worth it, really?" And she's like, "It was worth it." So, where would your heart and head go if you're like, "If I'm shelling out that kind of money, this person better be on stage."
1: Okay, I got two. Um, oh, okay, fun number one this is gonna happen like i'm writing it in the stars right now and i so my mom and i grew up singing in the car taylor swift that was you know when i was a little girl my mom had all the cds and we knew every word to every taylor song and so i've grown up with taylor swift and i know some people Uh are like uh and i actually really like her vibe so um i will buy my mother if i can get them front row tickets to see taylor swift and me and her will go um if I can get them, I don't really know, like, I don't have any inside scoop on how to go about doing that, but I cannot wait to take my mom to a Taylor show. And I, and I'm sure they will be a thousand dollars. I'm sure. Yes. Oh yeah. Taylor, we might just tag
0: Taylor in this episode. I mean, you wrote yeah. it in the stars. Like she, she's not listening, but she's listening and hey, dream big baby. She yeah. is, you know, Taylor, yeah. come on. Come on girl. <laughs> okay. So that would be actually super fun. And I'm with you. Like, I, in my opinion, Taylor Swift's hard not to like, like, I think some people hate her because of, of just her entire path. And it's like, don't hate the player, hate right. the game. Like she did it. Like it's good. Okay. She's a
1: genius. She yes. is a genius and you can hate on that all day long, but she is the master, you know, puppeteer and she is crushing it. I'm, I'm yeah. team Taylor hundred percent. Okay. All right. We agree on that one for sure. Uh, who's the second one? So this is weird, and I I would classify it as a concert, but I'm not sure if it is. But during COVID, um, we bought a camper, which was one of my dreams, and so we uh-huh. would travel. And um, Disney released Hamilton, which is a Broadway play, mm-hmm. and so my kids got really into Hamilton, like really into it. And It's mostly rap, which I'm here for. So we learned cool. for during COVID, that's what we did. We listened to Hamilton every single day, and we learned all the words. So I will take my children to New York City on Broadway to watch Hamilton at some point whenever all this ends.
0: Awesome. That is awesome. Have you ever been to, to New York and seen a show on Broadway? Yes, I have.
1: Just What'd one. You see? What'd you see? I'm curious. Of course, I had to see Wicked while I was there because that was... okay. I wanted to see that. And I cried almost the whole time. So I can't imagine watching Hamilton with my children. What about you? Well, I think
0: I'm the only person on the planet who didn't like Wicked. Like, (laughs) people love Wicked, and I was wicked disappointed, if I'm being honest. Like, it was not my jam, but- It's a little weird. Yeah, it's, I'm not a big, um, oh, The Wizard of Oz, and I know it's like, it's not the same thing, but it kind of is, and so maybe that's why I felt a little disconnect, but right before COVID, Like you got an RV really smart choice before the COVID that market exploded. Right. Um, But like literally right before COVID a month before I was in New York city for the first time and I saw dear Evan Hansen. Oh my God. I've never heard of that. Oh girl. It's so big that it's going to be in the movie theaters this year. Like I think it's coming out like very, very soon actually talk about a tearjerker as like a mom and like as somebody who just loves education, get your Kleenex ready. Casey, okay. I think you would dig it. The soundtrack is incredible too. Like if your, if your boys just like love that kind of music, oh man,
1: it's, it's awesome. Okay. That sounds good. I need you to like send me an email? Cause I have no idea how to spell any of that, but I will check it out. Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, Dear Evan Hansen. I got it. Yeah. Okay. I thought yeah. it was like yeah. a weird like French word that you said.
0: No, it's it's about a, a school and relationships and just the toxic bullying and stuff like that that happens in kids' lives and how they manage it. Oh, shoot. It's really good. Yeah. Okay.
1: I'll yeah. check it out.
0: Okay. So what I want to check out... As one of our final questions here is like a song that pumps you up like this could come on and you might have heard it one thousand seven hundred and sixty two times. But when you hear this song, you turn it to max volume and you're like, let's go.
1: Okay, I am also a very, very huge fan of rap music and my husband is, too. And so it's a fine line, though, as a parent and then like explicit rap songs. So you have to kind of like tread lightly but uh, J Cole's song middle child is one that just fires me up and it basically just talks about people count count you out and Uh that, you know, your goal is to watch some of the greatest to become even better than you are. And so they can count you out. That's fine. But you're going to keep chasing uh, these dreams And and it's not like you're not trying to be like anyone else. You're just trying to be better than you were yesterday.
0: Oh i I don't know if I've heard this song. You Middle are child. exposing me to so many different avenues of music that I haven't heard and I'm also wildly caught off guard because you're like going from like <laughs> Tim McGraw to this is this is explicit rap and I love it. That's amazing. yeah okay. And-
1: Okay, and I'm just like keeping going on because I'm really excited about this conversation. But yeah. we, my husband and I went to Willie Nelson um, okay. before Again. COVID. Was so random. Oh, I my know. God. We just love music. Like music is a gift and we love it. And so yeah. next to me was like this 85-year-old man, and I'm dancing because that's my that's that's my moment. You know, those are my oh, times sure. to shine. And so he asked me if he could dance with me. And my husband was like, Of course, like take her, you know. And so we danced <laughs> for like four songs, and he came over and he just said music is what brings people together and i want you to know that i see that in you and your husband and that you need to chase that for the rest of your life and i thought that was so special wow. um but it's so true and it, it's such a part of who i am that yeah it doesn't matter what kind of music is that it always brings people together no matter what your differences are
0: i love that casey that gate like gave me goosebumps like i that that's like just really cool and it's so true right like i love that in the classroom too when you're playing music in the classroom Mm -hmm. like when you when you think back to like a school dance or like at a wedding and a song comes on and like just everybody rushes the dance floor or like you hear the first three bars of the song and everyone's like and and then they're like all karaoke i love that yeah so okay I, i got i got one more question i got one more question what's a song that you know every single word to that you wouldn't even need the track playing in the background. You're like, I know every word.
1: I mean, there's so many. I know every word to every Garth Brooks song, I think of all time and Reba Mm -hmm. McIntyre song. Um, You know, I'm a little out of practice, but I used to know all the Eminem songs. Um, (laughs) And so when Trevor, uh, do you remember Trevor from the Epic Classroom? He starts one of his when he starts one of his speeches. He starts with the Eight Mile rap, and um, and I was like in the background, like going. I was so excited for that. So I was a really big Eminem fan in middle school.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) I I want you to like spit bars to Eminem like so bad right now like oh yeah, my god I'm, I'm, no, I'm not no I'm not gonna make you do that but um, when I think of Eminem uh, M&M, all I think of is that line about like mom spaghetti. Yeah. What what is that one? He's his like, knees
1: are weak, his arms are heavy, or something like that. And he said yeah. it sounds like he says mom spaghetti. He doesn't actually say mom spaghetti? No, his knees are weak, his arms are heavy. Oh no, his knees are weak, his palms are sweaty is what the is what the line is. I what <laughs> no? Yes. i thought
0: sure that it says mom's spaghetti in that song
1: no that is no that you gotta check that one out that one is lose yourself which used to also be my yes. theme song so yeah his uh, knees are weak i think his palms are sweaty it that might be out of order i need to go i need to start okay. from the beginning but yeah, okay. no we're no gonna spaghetti. have to
0: fact check this episode <laughs> for sure no that song is really good though because the first few bars of that Like, talk about, like, a pump-up with, like, the do-do-do-do-do. Oh, shoot. That's, like, name that tune. Do you... Let's get into TV for a second, because there, for a minute, there were a ton of game shows where contestants had to, like, name that tune in, like... in like Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. It was basically, like, Shazam.
1: In fact, I think Shazam picked up a song.
0: Do you think you would perform well on that show?
1: And with my husband, we would dominate because his genres are different than mine are. So we would watch it. And then he actually got bored with it real quick because he was just killing it.
0: He's like, I I would win every
1: game. Yeah. So after the first like 10 shows we watched, he's like, oh, this is so easy. You know, so, but his, (laughs) he's really good with old school rap. I'm better with new school rap. He's really good with like 60s. I'm great with 70s. He's good with 80s. I'm good with 90s. So we, we like, we just spread all of the dynamic duo. Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Okay. (laughs) All right. Final question, Casey, before we log off here what song would you say that's my life anthem it might not be like your favorite song but the lyrics just connect with your heart and head might not be from your favorite artist but you're like that's my life song this is so cheesy so cheesy my husband
1: if you heard me say this he would be so embarrassed he would be like of all the songs that's the one that you picked (laughs) but if i'm ever struggling that it's a newer song called fight song you know this is my fight song oh, take back yeah. my life song mm-hmm. um i resonate with that so much because i like lost who i was for four years in depression and so like uh-huh. listening to that song it just fires me up. if i'm ever having an off day i'll listen to it and be like you know what no this is i'm still fighting for the girl that i know lives inside of me
0: oh that's good i don't think that's cheesy that's the thing about music is like whether it's cheesy or not like we can't really control what resonates with us and so i think we just gotta own it and i love the depth that we got into in this episode we like billy ray cyrus did he come up i think he did as well as cisco's thong song so talk about a diverse spectrum of music like that's awesome Casey, thank you for sitting down and talking with us and just like doing life with us. If people want to continue to hang out and do life with you on your Instagram and see your camping trips and see your Peloton workouts, where can they find you?
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This has been the best interview ever. I wish we would do more of these. Yes. But you can find me everywhere at Casey Morris. It's K-A-Y-S-E-M-O-R-R-I-S-S. No, M O. M-O-R-R-I-S and then caseymorris.com and come check out how we are empowering teachers you know to create a bigger impact inside and outside of the classroom. I love it. Thank you so much Casey. Thanks Monica. I
0: loved this episode. And I think that this proved that music helps us to build relationships with others. Music helps us to connect with people on a life level. And we as teachers understand the importance of connecting with our students and building insanely strong relationships with them. And that's why I wanna personally invite you to a course that I am leading soon called The Rooted Classroom. This virtual course is all about social emotional learning, connecting with students, and engaging ways to do life with kids in any classroom setting. As an SEL teacher, I love doing that with my students, but I also love helping teachers create that kind of classroom camaraderie with their own kids. You can check out more about this upcoming course at monicagenta.com courses. That's monicagenta.com slash courses. I am confident that this course will be a game changer for you, for your school, and for your students. You can check out that website now, or I will put it in the episode notes for a direct link. I wanna thank you so much for being a part of this episode. If you loved it, don't forget to click subscribe as we continue rolling with awesome interviews from fellow teachers like you, monthly motivation, monthly ideas, because that's what we need as we live this teacher life.